This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, the agents continue to scour the first floor of the Murder Hotel. So what I wanted to talk about this week is the makeup of the standard party for D&D or Pathfinder or any traditional fantasy role-playing game. So way back in the original Dungeons & Dragons box set, there was only three main classes. There was the Cleric, the Fighting Man, and the Magic User. And then in the very first supplement, Greyhawk, they added the Thief as the fourth main class, as well as the Paladin as a Fighting Man subclass. Today, I'm going to be talking about the role of the Thief, as they still can kinda feel like a fourth wheel if you don't handle them properly, both as a player and a GM. The reason the Thief was so important is because if you read any of the first edition Dungeons & Dragons, Gary Gygax freaking loved traps. They were everywhere. If you did not have a Thief, you were going to die. For whatever reason, vanilla D&D had just a plethora of traps. Traps everywhere. Every module, they were just all over the place. And the thief was actually a central role in any party. If you didn't have a thief, you were going to die. And then something strange happened. Over the years, if you look at modern D&D and modern Pathfinder, I would actually say the core three have now become the thief, the magic user, and the cleric or priest, the healer. And the thief is not really needed because the role and deadliness of traps has changed quite a bit. And this is the strange thing about the thief role, is that without traps, a thief sort of doesn't have a role in the party. They're sort of the opposite of everyone else. Magic can kind of do anything. Obviously, you need fighting. Obviously, you kind of need healing. I mean, you can get away with healing using wands and potions and other things. But when it comes to thieving, if there are no traps, you do not need a thief. It's sort of a, a chicken and egg problem here. Like, what do you need? And I actually remember I was at a talk at Gen Con with Paizo, and this is a long time ago, and they were talking about making a big mistake, and I believe it was with Carrying Crown, and they were talking about how they build adventure paths, and someone mentioned that nowhere in that adventure path was the thief ever needed, ever. They just totally forgot to put in anything for the thief to do throughout that entire adventure path. I think it was that adventure path, and might have been a different one, 
I'm going by memory here, so if, I, if I'm wrong with that, forgive me. But the point is, if you don't put in traps and you put in things specifically for thieves to do, then they will feel unused, unloved, and, well, quite frankly, not utilized as well. Which is kind of where Sneak Attack all came from, and they sort of tried to add some other utility to thieves where they can open things and that's also why they have a billion skills so they can become well if they can't like defuse traps at least they're skill monkeys and they can do a million other things and they can go first in combat and they have sneak attack damage and they can do other thievery things through combat so they've kind of morphed a lot i mean i can go into thieving for a long time the point being and why i'm bringing this up is that in a module or in this case an adventure path they have pretty much always, since that fiasco, like 10 years ago, they always put in something for thieves to do. Always. This is pretty standard, which makes it interesting when you have a story like this. Now, our party has one and a half thieves. I say one and a half. Dougie is a thief. He's a rogue, actually, and he is trained in all the traditional thieving skills. He isn't a great thief, but he can disable traps and find them and, well, do what thieves can do. Basil also has thieving ability, and he can also disable traps, and not quite as well as the rogue, but he has those abilities. So in this case, we have one and a half thieves. Why is this important? Because traps are very fascinating when they're in adventure paths or well in adventures in general because they're kind of all or nothing you either see a trap and either well set it off or diffuse it and if you diffuse it nothing happens and sometimes traps really can do a lot of things we can have traps that summon incredibly powerful monsters we can have traps that do so much damage they actually kill party members I don't need to go into it. I've seen traps kill party members left and right over many, many years. In fact, if you're listening to Three Ring Adventure, they accidentally set off a trap that temporarily kills a party member because it critted and did 80 points of damage and that party member went down. Now, because they weren't in combat, they were able to raise the party member very quickly. But the point being is that they had almost no chance to find and disable the trap because in the three ring adventure circus they have no thief and the way pathfinder second edition works is that you need to have certain levels of thieving whether it's an expert or higher to actually disable the traps how it works is pretty much levels one through four as long as you're just trained in thievery and trained in perception you can find traps and you can disable them but then it starts to get more complex. You start needing to be experts in thievery or legendary training or mastery in thieving. And even if you find the trap, unless you have that skill set, it is impossible for you to disable the trap, which kind of makes sense. I mean, a normal person might be able to find a trap, but... You know, it's like looking at a lock. It's like, okay, I'm a normal person. I see a lock, but unless I'm an expert thief, I can't pick the lock and open up the door. And that is how Pathfinder 2nd Edition works. Which brings me back to my first point, is that because they have one and a half thieves in this party, this adventure is going to play out very, very differently than for anyone else. They are able to find, and you've been seeing this happen, and disable a lot of the traps that are set in this hotel. 
And let me tell you, there are a ton, an absolute ton of traps in this hotel. And I always think about this. It's like, well, is it, quote, more fun to have the traps get set off and we actually get to see the effects of the trap and, you know, have fun as the GM setting off the trap and affecting the characters? Or, you know, like, because all the roles are hidden, or if I roll well and they actually found it and disable it, well, is that fun for the PCs? Because it's like, oh, you found the trap and you disabled it and nothing happened. You didn't get to see that really cool effect of what happens with the trap. And this is something I've actually fought with within myself for a long time. Because I'd be honest, half of me really likes to see it when these traps go off. They've accused me of the past of liking to have traps go off and that, quote, I will never allow them to find a trap and disable it. That's not true. They have not had traditional thieves in their parties. Now they do. And you know what? I'm playing by the rules. I'm doing the roles. And Dougie is actually really good at perception. And he's finding these traps. And once you find them, it's actually pretty easy to disable them in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. So they're finding them and they're disabling them. Which brings me back to my original, original point, is what is the role of a thief in a party? Because if they're not finding traps, then what are they doing? What is their role? What is their point of being? And in a weird way, if someone decides to become a thief, I feel it is your job as the GM to make sure that they feel that they have utility and that you should put traps in and, heck, I swear to God, just make them up. No one will know. Just make up a trap. Just say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know that tr that trunk you're opening? There's a trap in there. You want to disable it? Oh, you disabled it. Good job. You can make these things up. You know, it explodes and it does, you know, 3D, 8 points of fire damage to everyone within 10 feet. Uh, roll, you know, a DC 20 reflex save. It's very easy to do these things on the fly. But if you don't put in things for thieves to disable... They will feel semi-worthless. You need to make them feel like they have purpose. And in adventures, if you have a party makeup that has a thief, make sure you do that. Because I guarantee after a while, they're going to feel like a fifth wheel and they feel like they wasted their time being a thief and putting all this points and aptitude into thievery when they don't get to use it. So that's something I just wanted to bring uh, you know, attention to. And on the other side, what happens if they need a thief and they don't have a thief? In fact, in the live version of Three Ring Adventure, this just happened this week where they found a trap, a really bad trap. They found it. They had no way to disable it. And it was impossible for them to continue through the adventure without setting off this trap. They tried everything they can think of, but there was no way to get around it. So what do you do? Well, they set it off. That's that's pretty much what happened. It is fascinating. It's one of these things, you don't always need a thief, but when you need a thief, you really need a thief. And that was a perfect example of, boy, it's a shame none of them were experts in thievery because absolutely zero people had the ability to defeat that trap. So they're going to have to take care of it the old-fashioned way with brute strength. And I'm going to tell you right now, it goes really, really badly for them. But that's a topic for another day. Anyhow, with that, just be aware that thievery is going to be coming in play a lot in the next couple of weeks. 
and thank God for Dougie and Basil because without them, these episodes would have been much longer and much more complex because they've been very, very good at finding and disabling the many traps that are being left for them. So real quick, before I do show notes, I do want to mention one thing, is that about 25 minutes into this week's episode, the audio is going to sound different. And the reason for that is I have something like six backups when we record the show. And for the first time ever, five of the six backups failed. It was doing something insane. I've never seen it before where all the audio was distorted. It was completely unusable, couldn't use it. And I thankfully had one last backup. This is my drop dead backup where I'm actually recording the show through my computer. It doesn't sound quite as good. Everyone's on the same track. I can't edit it that much. So I'm just letting you know if it's a little bit harder to hear. It still sounds really good. I listened to it. If I didn't even tell you, you might not even notice it. But I'm just letting you know that this week, the second part of the episode and next week's episode, I had to use my fail-safe backup for the show because every single recording, the recordings that I use for the show and the backups all use the same technology and the technology seemed to fail and everything was distorted and unusable. So I'm telling you that right now. And even in the backup, it sounds a little messed up. The good news is since then, I've gone to even a newer system and it's been perfect. The new system has been very good. So in a few more weeks, everything should be back to crystal clear. Pretty much COVID has brought all online systems to their knees. And that includes my recording methods and the system that I use to record both the audio as well as the game itself. They're usually much slower. We record these, you know, Sunday, Monday nights when everyone else is playing their games. So the networks are usually getting hit very hard. I've actually done it a few times where we play like in the middle of the afternoon and it's totally fine. But playing at night on a Sunday or Monday is usually not the smartest thing because the systems are getting hit really, really hard. But as I said, should be all fine. Just letting you know about that. Anyhow, with that, let's get to show notes. I wanted to say that if you are interested in the RPG Superstar, I'm going to be putting up the images and a little bit of background on each image and the monsters up in the Patreon. And anyone can see them. You don't even have to join Patreon to see them. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com and you can see them. So we're going to put up at least one every week. I'll probably put them up later after they're on Patreon, like a few weeks later in public places. But as I said, we're working feverishly on the RPG Superstar book. We have a whole bunch of monsters written, tons of artwork, and I even have someone new who joined the staff. I have Mark Steifer, that's right, Mark Steifer himself from Paizo. He's helping out with a lot of the crunch and the new rules that we're going to be presenting in this book. I guarantee this is something that no one has done in any D&D supplement, in any Pathfinder supplement. We did a lot of research, couldn't find anyone doing what we're going to be adding. And you're going to all be like, wow, why didn't someone think of that before? And it's going to be really easy for you to add into any of your games. That's right, any of your games. So be on the lookout for that. When the book comes out, uh, I'm aiming for PaizoCon, but it's probably going to be closer to Gen Con just because, wow, art takes a long time. Who knew? 
also do make sure you check out the patreon we have a new thing we lowered it from 10 to 5 bucks where you can listen to the show live and then for those at 10 we have new items where you can get mugs and t-shirts and stickers and tote bags at all these different levels so make sure you check that out anyhow with that this is a long intro let's get to this week's exciting episode of agents of edgewood Last we left off, you entered into the Dreaming Palace, and the Dreaming Palace is anything but a Dreaming Palace. It is, in fact, a palace of horrors. You have found traps and mimics and more traps and flying guillotines and little old ladies who really are into Gomez. There's been a lot going on. And last thing you wanted to do is try to find the assistant and arrest her. And instead, you broke in to the check room. You were starting to look through the check room when Lomang found a peephole that looks into another room. So there was a lot, a lot that happened last time. So before we get into it, does anyone have any questions or need a recap for our own players? Because there was a lot. Actually, um, we where are we right now? That doesn't actually uh, ring a bell. We went back to the uh, front desk and there's this little office. John Stats is playing Cadet Dougie McDougal, a human ruffian rogue. And I think yep. we are... There was a coat room and we saw like a little peephole in the coat room or whatever. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. Yeah, what did we see? Yeah, so this is a small coat room that's lined with shelves and cluttered with baggage. Piles of linen and a wooden rack holding a small collection of liquor and wine bottles and more miscellany. So you did a search and... Behind a bag of linens on the north wall, you found a peephole that looked into a looked into a room that was decorated very similar to the city of brass. In addition, underneath that peephole, Lomang notices two symbols of some sort. He doesn't know what they are because he doesn't understand them readings and writings so well. But there's something underneath the peephole. And that is where we last left off. And um, Basil, are you... It, the room's kind of small. I mean, Lomag's in there, Dougie. What's Basil doing? Is he just looking in? or? I'd be happy to come in if someone could make room for me. But I didn't want to necessarily pack everybody All right, take in a look. the room. I think there's a secret door over here. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. I step out. Why doesn't Lomang step out and I'll step in and take a look at the buttons? Yeah, take a look. The runes or whatever. Okay, uh, Basil, holy moly, you have a huge arcana. Being the wizard that you are, you immediately recognize these as two small magical runes that appear to both be on. You don't know what they control, but they are magical runes and they both are on. They could be turned off or disarmed, if you wish. 
but you have to uh, do something to uh, do that. You're not exactly sure how to turn it off, but you're like, well, it's on now. I don't know what they're for, but who knows? Um, Probably not good. All right, well, I will make an attempt to manipulate one of the runes. Say a little prayer for me. Okay, you can do a thievery or arcana check to try to disable one of them. Do you want to do the one on the left or the one on the right? I'll say a little prayer for you. Okay, the one on the left, and I think I'll do arcana. I think I'm a little better in that. Okay. Do I roll or do you? You can roll. 24. He uh, he thinks he figures it out. He believes it's a summoning rune that would summon something. And he's able to disable it, and the rune goes off. There's All one right. more rune that's also on, and that's on the right side, if you wish. Let's try that again, also with Arcana. Okay. And also say a little prayer. 13. Not quite okay. as good. He doesn't succeed, but he also doesn't, like, break it. It's not like you okay. damaged I'll it. I'll take another try. Sure. 17. Not quite. It's a little harder, this one. Uh, you, you're starting to get the hang of it. Like, this is definitely a summoning rune. Looks like they did different summons. There we go. Third time's the charm. No, 17. 17. Well, it's still on. It's still on. He's like, uh, I'll figure this out eventually. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, 27. There we, oh, go. there we go. He's like, you you Fonzie it and bump it and it turns itself off. So you turn both of them Fourth off. time's the charm. Fourth time's the charm. Yeah, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> so those are off. And while you're in here, Basil notices by his knee where he was like kind of sitting down to... Watch, those were probably like the security grids holding those creatures at bay. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. You notice some luggage that has a McKinnian character on one of the bags. Ooh, all right. Well, let's take a look at that. Let's take it out into the larger room, though. Let's not screw with it back here. Okay. And do you look through the hole at all? Do you use the peephole to peep into the other room? Oh, yeah, I'll take a quick look through. So there's actually a hole. So if you there's move a Medusa! Your Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a little hole there. So if you move your character back and forth, I made it very realistic so you can only see a portion of the room. So kind of take your character and go back and forth. This way, all of you can jump in and take a peek, see what's in the room. If Gomez wants to go in, it's very realistic. It's, uh, it's a little so bit I can of, sort uh, of angle fun. to see a bed. Is there anyone in that bed or is it looked slept in? Or You see a windowless stone bedroom that's decorated entirely in brass and iron. There's a massive four-poster bed in the center of the eastern wall, wrought iron clothes rack, and two iron chairs at a metal table in a small alcove to the west. The walls are painted with red and yellow flames and hung with a shadow box artwork style formed with overlapping thin steel plates, all depicting a fiery city of onion domes and minarets. You know for a fact this is the city of fire on the elemental plane of fire. It's decorated very similar city to that. City of brass. Oh yeah, sorry. City of brass on the elemental plane of fire. And you do notice that... This room appears to be brand new. It looks like it was made up. No one was sleeping on the bed. It looks like it's all ready to go for someone new. Refresh my memory. What did we run away from before? 
We ran away from something. A flying guillotine that was cutting you into shreds. Right. And, and you have a mimic friend who was hanging out, whose name was Shalakakak. Has he got an icon somewhere? I don't see him. Yeah, if you go way back there. Yeah, he's back in the other room. Seth Lipton is playing Gomez, a goblin elementalist sorcerer. Oh, he's not following us around. Okay, he's our guard mimic. Yep, he's our guard mimic. Good boy. All right, well, I'm going to go back to my original idea and then bring the luggage out into the lobby area and kind of take a look at it out there. You know what? Dougie's going to do. He's going to use strategy. He's going to let you do that, but he's going to uh, just spread the uh, the party around. He's going to go over to this corner. I don't know. Maybe he could take... No, you should do the investigation. He's just going to guard. Okay. So you bring it out, and you don't know Tian or McKinnian, I presume, those languages. Not that I'm aware of. So you're pretty sure this is someone's name and someone's luggage. So who on the list you're not sure? You'll have to get it translated or if you have comprehend languages. But it looks like, uh, yeah, someone's luggage is there. Wait, in the room? It was in the little coat room. I brought it out oh, to the, the coat room. Lobby. Okay. Yeah, you brought it out. So now that that room had people's luggage. I mean, it looks like a, you know, it's a coat room. It had sorry, it's like a check room. You know, it had luggage in there, valuables. You know, people kept their things locked in there. So actually, for the moment, let's put it back in there. If it's, it's evidence, if when we leave, but for now, it doesn't really do us any good. Okay. So you did find. This is obviously someone's luggage and probably one of the workers. So, who you don't know, but you can copy down the the symbol, get it translated later if you want. Yeah, take a rubbing of it or something. So with that, you are back in your room, being the lobby. No one else has appeared so far. Do we want to check out that uh, City of Brass room? Do we want to take a closer look at that? Sure, why not? We know know where it is. The city of Brass. Let's do it. Okay. Move your characters there. I am never moving my character first ever again. <laughs> so as an aside, when I was showing the game off to my kids, Robin asked if Gomez was Yoda <laughs> looks and like if Lo Mang was the Hulk. Pretty much yes. <laughs> she's, not, she's not entirely wrong on either account. She's not, she goes, is that Yoda? <laughs> It's Baby Yoda and Mandalorian. So Gomez, please. That's the 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 Disney lawyers would like us to remind you that's the child. That's right. It's the child. That's right. So you go through the hallways and you're in front of the door. You also notice. Well, let's see. One, two, three doors to the north. Sorry, three doors to the northwest. One door to the northeast. Windows on the east side and one door to the south a hotel and the door is locked as usual so who's gonna unlock that door i think that's dougie's job all right first he's gonna listen you listen yes you you hear nothing and then he's going to uh check for traps you check for traps you see nothing okay and i you know what i think knocking was one of the i think that's the polite thing to do we're gonna knock too yeah like you did with those uh, honeymooners uh, well, that was the exception. 
I feel uh-huh. like we're past knocking at this point. Yeah, all right. So yeah, I'll peeped, just open the door. We peeped then. from the other thing. That's yeah, we've right. got enough probable cause that I think we're on the right side of the law at this point. The right side of the law. Did you bring a gun to a knife fight? I open. That's the Chicago way. Sorry, you were you were provoking the Sean Connery accent, weren't you? Yes, I am. You didn't roll, but I'll I'll give it to you. So you unlock it because it's pretty easy to to unlock these things. And you see the room. What do you do? The room with Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. I did not do it. I did not. I did not her. cast a spell on her. I did not. I did not cast a spell. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Basil. Oh, hi. Is that so, the remake or the or the? Is that from the actual room movie? Yes. Okay. As as loosely as we interpret it, yes. <laughs> so you see the room. What do you do? All right, I use my observational powers, and I look for traps before I step in. I'll let that roll happen before I step in, because I know we want to take one stop at a time. Uh, You notice a trap in the middle of the room. Oh, man. Yes! Observer of traps! Disable that trap! You see... An invisible cloud of magical sensors that seems to detect living creatures in the room and would summon things if enough creatures are in the room. And, and where is that? Can we get a visual on that? Like by the foot of the bed. So it looks like you are pretty sure it's off. You'll have to go in a little closer. Okay, you jump in. You jump on the bed. Yeah. You look a little bit more closer. Find the floor is lava. It's um, it's off. It, it doesn't look like it's active. I jump onto it. <laughs> Boom. Nothing happens. Can he disable it? Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. like now I'm feeling like the buttons we were messing with in the other room. Oh, you disabled it already. Mm-hmm. Dancing a jig, dancing a jig, and I'm on a summoning trap. I'm on a and summoning trap. And if it's the city of the brass, would it be particularly a reach to assume that it would summon a fire elemental? Uh, or something I'm doing like. the Dougie shuffle. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we're all, we're going to search the room. I like this kind of room. This is good. You search the room and you find on the southern wall, like there's actually windows in you know one of the city of brass towers, and in one of the windows is where the peephole is, and you can actually reverse look in, and you're like, oh, there's the peephole. <laughs> Make that connection. Did we look? Is the ledger, was that one of the things left behind when uh, they skedaddled? Like, were we able to look into this room uh, and see, or look into the ledger and see who actually stayed in this room? Well, they took the ledger. They did, okay. Yeah. Well, you had a mark, you knew which rooms were good and which ones were bad. You And not all of them were on the list. You had you you recognize the room numbers. Basil did a quick mental calculation of which entries were erased and was able to determine which rooms were erased. And, and did we get a visual on like which were the good ones or bad? I ones have been this? I've been just telling you. I, okay. I'm not visually doing it. How, how about you don't just, know all of them? You don't know all of them. All right. What what do we see in the east wing here? Like, what do we know well, in the East There's Street? a room, you think, to the north. And that one's safe. You didn't see that one erased at all. Okay. There's probably a room to the south. You haven't been to that room. And there's also... There's 
one to three doors in front of you, uh, in front of Basil to the north. And there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> there's a lot of rooms. Let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more doors for you to open. Just okay, to... guys, that's an empty room. Let's uh, check out this one to the south. That's supposed to be a, a, a bad one, a bad egg. So we didn't find anything else in the uh, City of Wrath room? No, you didn't find anything uh, useful. It's completely empty. I'm it's using of uh, my useful. trap finding exploration mode. Okay. Okay. You're, you're, you're... I'm going to do the routine. I'm going to listen, check for traps, and then I go in. Any traps? You listen, check for traps, no traps that you're aware of. Doesn't sound like anyone's in there. It looks like you can open up this door if you pick the lock, John. Are you going to do that? I will do so. I will open up that door. Open up the door. Oh, boy. Are you ready? Redstone inlays form a pentagram encircled by runes on the floor in the center of this room. To the west stands a wrought iron four-poster bed with an iron sculpture of a grinning imp on top of each of the upright pillars. Opposite the bed is a wardrobe depicting agonized humans skewered on pitchforks. The walls are painted black and draped in long regal streamers of crimson cloth. It's totally fine. I would say there's no problems in this room whatsoever. It is a nice place to Chelyax. That is correct, Mr. Gomez. It is the Chelyax room. Is it really nice? Yeah, we, we have the Netflix and Chelyax. All right, I'm going to ah. um, use my trap finding skill and find the trap in this room. You believe that if you walked into that summoning circle, it will summon... A creature of some sort. Dun, dun, dun! A devil. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Can I step into it without stepping into that uh, trap of uh, ugliness? Mm, it's going to be kind of hard, but you probably could. You can tiptoe in a little. Do you guys want me to tiptoe in here, or are we uh, we good with like, so, like just knowing what's in here? Why don't we explore more rooms for now we can always come back and look more later yeah but wait this is, is this one of the bad rooms then this is supposed to be one of the bad well, rooms. we might want to if we think this is one of the rooms on our list we might want to see if there's any evidence of one of our people having been here yes I'm tippy towing in ding, 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 ding. i'm hitting the high keys on the piano ding, 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 ding. oh you uh you're not sure if this one's been disabled or not well, it's like he got something in his eye. He's like, I think it's disabled. I think right. I think one of the runes disabled it. I'm not sure. And I'm gonna do search this carefully walking around the room. Cool. You look at the wardrobe and it's empty. It just is there to hold people's linens and grinning. And I'm. Um, Checking out underneath the bed, all outside the circle. Yeah, you actually noticed something. Do oh. hey you, fellas, you, come you're in. You're looking here. you're looking at one of the imps, and you think three of them have eyes of red glass, but one of them has an eye of 
clear glass. Something's off by that. Uh, I tell that to our resident knowledge. Our, well, we have a couple of them here. Um, That'd be me. Oh, no, I'm talking about oh. Basil and Gomez. Oh, yeah. It's Velasco. Um, can I do an occultism check to see if that's significant in any way? Yeah, of course. You can do whatever check you want. You can do a nature check. You can do a lore rope check if you really wanted to. Is that something you roll for us? No, he can roll it. Let's see. What does he get? 21! Ding, 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 ding. Circle gets a square. This, you believe, is something you've heard of. It looks like this is a viewing lens for a rod. And you could pull the rod out of the pillar. And it actually is a magical camcorder. You'll have to examine it a little bit more. But you're pretty sure that this was used to record people's deaths. So oh my God. someone could watch it over and over again if they wanted to. Snuff filter. They're making snuff filters. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure how to process that. But oh as, okay, back Evil. to the character, I will see about uh, extricating it if possible. Is it over the line of the the thing? You have to go over to where Dougie is at. Okay, but is it inside the circle, though? It's on the bed. Okay, but some of the bed is inside the circle. Uh, no, it's not. Okay, it's not inside right. the circle. All right, so Dougie's going to get out. All right, he'll, he, you stay here. He'll... Uh, Basil, who's much better at Dougie than this, actually goes in and determines that this trap is also deactivated, and you could. Oh, okay. Well, I, then I will just go straight through. I'll try, I'll put faith in my abilities. Yes, uh, as Dougie is playing the floor is lava, Basil just walks defiantly through the pentagram. La la la, and his holy point. I ain't afraid of no ghosts <laughs> or demons or whatever. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, right, you're well, gonna I have would... to. You're gonna have to do some true, um, you know, magic detecting, identifying. But you you get the gist of what this thing does. Dougie uh, tells Gomez that this room is clean. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been exercised. I. It's. It's. We we we've done this. We victory once again. <laughs> yes. That's two rooms in a row. Let's find a clue, though. Let's check out the movies. Oh, God. God. Yeah, we, we probably are, are should. Are there movies? Is there a way to check them out? Is there yeah. like, a can, way can to operate that and find out who died? Right, because if it's if it's any of the people that are missing, which would make sense, then mystery solved. That's pretty good evidence of their fate, pretty much. Sure, you can. You're going to have to spend 10 minutes to figure out how to do that. Dougie won't do that. Basil can do it. Yeah. Is that what? Arcana, maybe? It is Arcana, Nature, Cultism, or Religion. Any of those. Well, then I will go with Arcana. I think that's usually my best skill of, of the magic families. Okay. You pull out the rod. You spend 10 minutes. You roll a 15 and you fail. I need that feat that allows you to basically take 10. You're not sure right now. I mean, I think you can just do it again. I forgot how identify magic works if you fail. Well, the question is, if each if each try takes 10 minutes, how much time do we really want to spend on this? We may want to just put it in our pocket. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can't try again for another day. Oh, so. right. Okay. Unless Gomez wants to try. 
like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually untrained in all of that oh, okay. uh, mumbo jumbo lore, even though I'm I use it. Just shove it in our pocket and you're not trained in mumbo jumbo. In <laughs> <laughs> jibber jabber. I'm not, I'm not trained, trained in jibber jabber. I, I, I can, I can read. I, I, I do have, I do have the cantrip read aura, so I can read mumbo jumbo and find out what school of mumbo jumbo it is. Oh. But that, but my knowledge stops there. Uh, it really, it would. It's actually that would. That's yes. All right. Well, uh, let's just I, I put it in the pocket it. and let's move on for now. Okay. You find nothing else of um, of note. It briefly begs the question: Should we go back to the other room and check for something similar there? Yes. We kind of skipped that room the first time. Why don't we yeah, go that sure. back there really quick? We, I mean, we have to do a thorough investigation, so we're checking every room. So whatever, whatever order, go for it. But we're going to be looking at every room, right? Yes. Does the door not work? I'm going to the door, and it's not letting me out. Steve, did you lock me in the room? Yep. There you go. And the demon shows up. Ah! <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Devil. Trap. Everyone keeps getting that wrong. It's devil. That would be a great way to introduce a trap. Like, you're just locked in the room. It's like, oh, oh I, can't get, <laughs> I can't move my guy out of the room. I know. <laughs> I already did that with the Sith. Yeah. Yep. That's right. I did. I locked you in, and you guys couldn't—you physically couldn't get out of the room. It was beautiful. All right, you're back into the city of Brass room. All right, I'm gonna go in and do a little bit of a search in there. Let's see if we can find anything. All right, Dougie and Basil do a more thorough search, and they do not find anything. Although, keep in mind, this room does have a peephole, so that could be what. That's they... true. And you said it was. You said it looked like it had set up. It had been set up new for someone. All right, well, we'll move on. No, in fact, as far as you know, um, there are no more quote bad rooms that you can see right now, at least in this area. But then again, you don't know if you had all the rooms, so who knows? Yeah, well, yeah, why yeah, not? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's start finishing this floor. I think we're past the point of knocking, but whatever. You can do what you want. So where are you? Fair, because because there could be guests. All right. So or just you, you don't uh, want to startle them. So you you knock on the door. You you do notice this one. No one's in there, but this one's unlocked. You open the door. This room is packed tight with a full-size bed and a smaller children's bed, a crib, and a dresser with a stuffed fabric goblin sitting on top of it. The candy-striped walls are lined with pictures of clowns and happy-looking animals. This room is very much lived in and very much occupied. It looks like by a family. Not to be morbid, but there was also there was also a family on our list. Strangely, this is the most disturbing room yeah, of all. I know. <laughs> this room is filled with valuables and people's like someone's living here it looks like a family like not a visitor like an actual yeah resident type thing yeah yeah eloise eloise and there's no one in the room now though right well as you are looking through the room the double doors to the north of gomez and basil open up and it looks like there's a, a dining room of some sort and you see uh four dwarves come out uh, a mother, a father, and two children. And they're looking at you and walking towards you. What do you do? I immediately I immediately diplomatize and ask myself, as uh, Officer uh, hold on, uh, halt, we're under, we, we're conducting an investigation. There's danger nearby. Uh... Oh, hey there. What, what are you doing in our room? What, what, what right do you have to be in our room? We didn't do anything wrong. How dare you? 
What are you we are doing? We are members of the Edge Watch under an official investigation. Conducting an official investigation. Investigation for what? That, that, that our kids did something? What are you looking for? Their toys? What? Why? What? what uh, what's going on? Uh, and I say, excuse me, sir, could you come here? And I want to whisper in his ear. Uh, like, I don't want to alarm the children, but there have been murders here. You may be in danger. Uh, we're going to escort you to the to the front door while we, can, while we continue our investigation. I don't want to diplomatize him to get his cooperation. What are you talking about? Murders? We just had lunch. We've been here for days. You are not under investigation, but you are in danger. Please, will you follow oh. us immediately? Oh. All right. Fine. We're going to go check out the fair anyhow. Get some of your stuff out of the room, kids, and let's go check out the fair. Uh, no, 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 no. Immediately, please. Follow me. Yes, yes. We're getting the stuff out of our room, and then we're going to go to the fair. We need money. No, all, we all left these, our things all, in all, the... I'm beer. sorry. All of these things are evidence. No, 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 no. We no, know no, 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 rights. No, no. You actually know this is true. The Lawbreaker badge is saying... No. You, okay, okay. Because I'm... Cause, uh, well, actually, tell me then. Because uh, the, cause as far as I understand it, this whole place is a crime scene. Like, the, like, the, the, like the, from every cop show I ever saw... The thing to do is escort these guys immediately, take their names, maybe even sit them down while we while we finish our investigation. Yeah, they're getting at least uh, their knickknacks and 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 money and other items. Like, is that is that like, like you can like, watch like, them? No, no, no. I like like my like I my I do I do a mental legal lore check. Like, is that appropriate? Uh, yeah, it gets them out of the way, and they're keeping all their stuff here, so they're probably going to come back. All right, well, back. if it's appropriate, it's appropriate. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah and, and they're it's a family. You, you, I mean, they you, did lock, we are locked in this hotel. Like, the front door, I think, is still locked, no? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and actually, it's like, it's like, they say, like, I, I'm getting the message that they're really a family, but let's be real, there's doppelgangers in this in this world. This is a very creepy place. There's demons. Yep. There's shape changers. Yeah, we like we don't we don't know we don't actually know that these guys are. There are treasure chests that turn into monsters. But I'm getting the message that they are, so I'm not gonna fight it. Well, Basil does a very thorough investigation check, looking at them and seeing the kids fighting and hearing them bicker. He thinks there's no way these are doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like, so good. All right, so, all right. so, like they're, so, they're, so, they're so we help. We help them. So we so great. So we 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 behave appropriately. Okay, that's fair. The question. If the, refresh if, my memory if, on the door. Wait, 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 wait. What is Jason saying? I was going to say, if the door, if the front door is locked and they can't leave, maybe we should advise that they stay in their rooms. Yeah, that's for the time being. Yeah, what happened? I'm a little like I'm a little six one half, half of the, another. Like if it's appropriate to let them go, then let's unlock the door and let them go. If it, it, like I, I, my my gut would tell me uh, stay in the exterior room until we're done checking things out. That that's what my gut would tell me. But if the appropriate thing to do is to let is to let them go, then let's get then let's get them out of here. Let's open up that exterior door and get them out of here. It all depends on what's a, what's appropriate procedure. Either one. Which, I mean, which it, I make a knowledge check and no. E either I, one. I, either one would be fine. I mean, Steve, have we tried to get through these doors? That's what I'm trying to get. You did not try to open up the doors outside. Okay. You all probably right, so. could. You can probably figure it out. It's, okay. So yes, that's you, probably would have been the first thing I thought I would would have done. So I'm going to try to do that again. It wasn't. Oh. <laughs> All right, so so Dougie, you want to take the family? And yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the family and try to get through these doors. I'm gonna say, stand back. These doors may be rigged. 
to blow and just keep uh, at least uh, 15 feet back, 20 feet back. And that's uh, I'm going to search for traps and. Um... Okay, you're you're able to unlock it. Hooray! And I do so. And I let him go. I open up the door and say, shoo, shoo, get to safety. All right, you can take their names, and they're the Kemmerhelm family. They're miners. They have been here for a couple of days. They're from the Five Kings Mountains, and they're just here for the festival. And they have not noticed any shenanigans or anything out of the ordinary. They've mostly been hanging out, going to the fair, hanging out with the kids, resting at night. Seems like they came out these double doors here? Yeah, they came out from those double doors, and uh, in fact, one of them is still open. This magnificent dining hall boasts huge glass windows along its curved wall that looks out at the cobblestone street, as well as a wagon wheel chandelier attached to the ceiling. Two long tables with benches fill the western space, while a large round table surrounded by chairs occupies the circular part of the room. This is obviously the dining room, and it looks like uh, a light lunch was placed out on the table. Search for secret doors right along this wall. It's got to be one there. Got to be one there. You search, and you see no secret door. So, this is the dining room. The big Do a medicine check on the food if there's any leftover food, just to see if it's okay. He's like, you know, I haven't eaten in a little while. I'm kind of peckish. You you look at the food. You think it's pretty good, actually. It looks like it's very well made. Um, the kids and the family ate it, so you know, if you want to be super safe, you can have some of the leftovers. They seem to have just left it here for nah, someone to clean up. Or you could take a couple of uh, noshes if you wish. That's up probably more than I, info than I really needed about the food. Okay. Well, you are a bird. You can just peck some crumbs off the floor. <gasps> Is that birdist? Don't be birdist. Yep. It's where the food comes from, like to a kitchen or serving area. Yeah, there's probably a kitchen in one of these rooms over here to where Dougie is to the west. You're sure one of these is. You're not sure which one, though, but you can check it out. There's no, um, yeah, there's nothing on the, there's the wall to the west. Basil looks too. He doesn't see any secret doors. It just looks like a very nice dining room that can hold about, you know, a little less than two dozen people. Okay, moving on. Unless somebody wants to... It obviously looks like the kids just... The family just came here, ate, had some food, and left. Because so, it's around lunchtime right now. There's no serving crew or... No. Cook no. or anything? Nope. All right, well, yeah. let's move on for now. All right, let's 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 try this, this room here. There's a door next to the stairs leading up. You go through your rigmarole. Door's locked. You don't hear anything. You pick it. And sure enough, you see a new room. This is the kitchen. This clean kitchen contains a large wood-burning stove and a brick oven that vent out to the side of the building, as well as a gleaming metal hand pump, a basin inset into one of the many counters. The western wall holds a recessed pantry with shelves full of dried and preserved goods. Innumerable pots and pans hang from hooks in the ceiling 
A large stone larder takes up the room's southwestern corner, and a wooden door is what you just opened. It looks like you could feed people for a week or more. There's a ton of food here. All right. Well, um, everything seems to be in order here. I'm going to give the kitchen a once-over in my searching and then declare it clean if it's nothing going on. You do a once-over of searching and notice a secret door. Really? Oh, Ooh, secret door. All right, Douglas. Right where Lomang is. You notice a conspicuous gap between the wall and the pantry shelves. You're not sure exactly I... how to get to it, but it looks like there's something there. I point that uh, missing conspicuous space and say, Lomang, push against that. Rattle things around there and try to open that up. Okay. And I do. I try to open it. You, uh, you're you pushing stuff, pulling things, and eventually you pull a stone jar labeled beef tonsils. Ugh. And a latch opens and half the pantry swings open, allowing you access to a small chamber to the west. Doug, you want to check that out? Open it. It's open. It's open. Investigate. Who wants check to go for in there? It's a it's a it's a ten by five room. It's very small. I'll check for traps from out here. You check for traps. You see nothing. It's a very small little room. The room is ten feet long by five feet wide. And then Dougie notices because it's really dark in here. On the west wall, there's light coming from a small hole in the in the wall another people oh i look through that's the guillotine let's see uh, what our friend is friend in the, oh wait no that's not the guillotine that's the no, that's, that's the uh how do you mean around? Uh, it no, once again dougie looks no, in Dougie's there not doing that. he looks at, not doing once that. again you can't he, move my character he down finds there them, uh in a compromising position this time a different position but a position nonetheless. <laughs> Dougie, Dougie laughs nervously. Why is says, it nothing going on in there? <laughs> Dougie, what is it with you and the honeymoon suite? Dougie is running so fast from he, he's blushing, he's turned red, and he is running at the door. Nothing to see there. They are really going at it. That is two for two, man. You uh you really know how to make an entrance. Oh, but Lomang is uh taking <laughs> yeah, it. Do a full investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Gomez is going to investigate as well. Oh, God. Freaking peeping Toms. I don't know. The Perception lawbreaker checks. badge is not liking that. Um, I write I write an appropriate number on a piece of parchment and hold it up. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> These are terrible. Yeah, you see uh, some newlyweds that are um, being newlyweds. Anyhow, that's all you need to know. Um, yeah. Let's close that secret that, door, you think. Yeah, okay. It, it looks like that's what this was for. It's obviously a well-used room. Anyhow, uh, otherwise, um, yeah, there's a lot of nice stuff in the kitchen if you're hungry. There you go. Nope. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's uh, let's check out the <laughs> this door to the east. Yep. Listening. Oh, the east. Checking for traps. That one's not locked. Knocking. That one's not and locked. And then going in. I open it and go in. That is a bathroom. I'm going to check it out for perception check. Uh, Sure. You do a perception check. 
you notice a peephole on the east wall above the tub. Oh, for oh goodness gosh. sakes. This place is wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, this place is condemned now. It's totally illegal. So, oh, that's in this room. They were watching the Dwarven family. Oh, my gosh. Yep. There's a peephole that goes uh, into the family there's room. There's peepholes everywhere. This is terrible. All right, so... All right, well, there's nothing yeah. in here unless somebody has to go. Otherwise, it's a beautiful, beautiful, amazing bathroom. Running water, full bath, shower, and yeah, there's a painting of a ship. And behind the painting of the ship, you find the peephole. There's a lot of peepholes in this. Yeah. Uh, there is. This, well, uh, uh, this place is, uh, yeah. Where are you going next? There's a room to the north. Actually, it's only one of the few rooms left. You've been to most of them. All right. I'll, I'll unless somebody else wants to check uh, for secret. That room is Perhaps. unlocked. That room oh. is unlocked. Yeah, you're rolling. Unlocked. Keep keep going. Well, you're in, you're, you're in front of it, so open the door, Jason. Open up. Uh... All right, I'll go ahead and open the door. It's, um, this appears to be a bunk room. There's several bunk beds that have been set up around the perimeter of this windowless stone room. At the foot of each bed are two lockable wooden cabinets. So this looks like kind of a... Um, Maybe staff quarters? No, this this looks like a um, a hostel. Like some, some place that you would stay if you can't afford a room. It's like, it's like, this place looks like the hostel from the movie hostel. Can we check the little cup, yep. the little cupboards? Oh yeah, there's a. I mean, this says let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six bunk beds. So this can hold twelve people, and then there's all these like little. I'll check, do yeah. kind of a general check for traps. Yeah, before check for traps, perception checks. Yeah, right. yeah, this is a hostel style room, and you know that these are pretty popular, especially you know there's a lot of people who can't afford. Fancy hotels. These are extremely common throughout the city. Uh, let's see. You search around. Let's see. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is the cheaper room where, where I stay. It looks like the cabinets are all locked. Um, but it also doesn't look like anyone is staying here right now. It looks like this room is either clean or been made up. Uh, does not look lived in, so it doesn't look like there's actually anyone here as of right now. I try to pick the lock on the cupboard. Uh, okay. No interesting clues to be found in any of those foot lockers. I'm going to go through those. Uh, you pick the lock in the cabinet. It looks like this is just where you can like lock away possessions. I will just hand wave this and say you systematically go through all of them. They're pretty easy to pick. They're not the strongest locks. They're all empty. And it looks like if there was anything here, it was well cleaned. And this place is empty and devoid of anything useful, unfortunately. Dougie goes to one of the lo foot lockers and say, Well, now, let's see if there's anything missing. And he throws it on the ground. There's nothing in it. <laughs> is there a jelly donut in there? <laughs> yeah, there's a donut. <laughs> is that what I think is? Okay, so there's nothing in there. Okay. Dougie is getting antsy he wants to go um, oh actually there's a room we haven't checked out over here there's one room way to the north Dougie, you are a fat body <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so we're i'm gonna lead the charge to this one room i didn't even see this all right so going up to the uh 
the last door. I tell you, after last week's adventure, or after last time's adventure of going through room after room of death and destruction, this is just rather disappointing. Uh, this room is unlocked. I opened the door. Yeah, it's like we found all the fun places last week. A large stone fireplace takes up the northeastern corner of this comfortable reading room. Bookshelves line the walls, and overstuffed armchairs dot the floor in small knots to facilitate conversation. In the southwestern corner is a small bar with racks of glassware. That is... Uh, All right, I'm going to search for traps and search the room. Just going to... Okay, you search for traps, you search the room. Basil, what are you doing? Yeah, it's, enormous. it's enormous. I'll jump in there. It's a huge room. Hey, Basil. Mm-hmm. That's odd. Yay! You notice that the back of the fireplace houses a six-inch wide shaft leading downward in addition to the larger chimney stretching up. That's odd. That is odd. Why would one want to go down a fireplace? Wait, how wide is the shaft? Is, the, there's, six there, is there a fire? Six, six inches. Six inches. That's wide. just to push the ash into the cellar, and that's a, that's just cleaning out. This is standard. Is that what it looks like? Is, it is look there like a fire currently going? Shoot? Yeah, there's a fire going. Yep. You're not exactly sure what that is, but that's definitely odd. It is totally it, it, not it, it does not. It does not look like just an ash shoot. It looks like there is a large chimney that leads up, but then there's a six-inch wide chute leading down. What is down there? And it's covered in ash. So now, again, this could just be the heating system because you do know that the water in this place is heated, so there is probably a boiler or something similar in the basement. So this could be as innocent as just the exhaust for the heating system. I'm going to take a closer look at the fireplace and like actively look for secret doors or controls or anything like that. Sure. The fire's actively going. You you look around, you search, but you, you don't see anything. I mean, you, you don't see anything particularly memorable or whatever. Yeah, it, there's nothing else other than that. You do notice that the uh, this room is much stronger foundation. Looks like this is older than the rest of the hotel. This wall here, so it looks like whatever was here before. Uh, most of this is obviously brand new construction, but this is older. And it looks like that there's glassware, but there's no booze anywhere. So it looks like people have to bring their own, <laughs> bring their own booze. That's also odd, but but not <laughs> eh, the same. That's not exactly, or you know, obviously, maybe they, maybe this is something they do at night. You know, now you're getting into uh, hoteling 101. Actually, Chris would know all about this, right? I, have, I have lore hospitality. That's right, Chris. <laughs> Chris has real life lore hospitality. That's uh, that's his real life lore. That's right. He knows all about that. Yeah, like, it's just, there's crystalware, and it looks like this is a lounge, but it's probably used more at night. Maybe they bring out the scotch and booze at night and wine and dine people, but right now it's just uh, a reading room during the day. Anyhow, um, other than that one thing, you're looking around, spending some time, you don't see anything of odd, of note. We should put out the fireplace and see, investigate that more. 
Sure, you could do that. Well, we should find wherever the stairs are down to the basements, because right now there's that little shaft that's going down to a basement level, and there's also the trap door that was going down to a basement level. we got to find the stairs to the basement. Yeah, clearly there's a lower level, and clearly those can't be the only ways to get to it. I'm going to search for traps south of me. And uh, secret doors, Doug yeah. Gonna you see nothing. You see checking nothing. around. No, nothing. Nope, nothing. Um, there's stairs going up. You, that's the only thing you yeah. know. Let's go up. That's 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 about. Well, we you just want to leave this ash thing here. Yeah, why not? That's not that, that's just... that's normal. You just push the ashes nah, down in there. No. That there's nothing. Uh, no, nah, it's there's not normal. That. That, Basil is like very familiar with fireplaces, and that's not unless normal. some of you guys can shrink and go down there. I I, I, I can, but I am not going to bust out my scroll. Yeah, I know. All that does is... All right, I, 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 I put out the fire, and I remove the firewood. Okay. To get that thing closer. Okay. You you take the fire and the wood out. You look in the fireplace. You carefully knock. It is a really strong, very well-built fireplace. Again, Basil is positive that this is nothing more than connected to a heating system or smelt or furnace in the basement as you do know there is heated water right so okay this All is right. probably just the flue going up and obviously they put it against the same wall with the fireplace that's all you know but you do now know for a fact that there's obviously something downstairs all right. Well, I guess I feel are. like we need to. Find, I mean, I guess there is a stairs going up, but we, but it seems like the basement might be the higher priority. But yeah, is, yeah, we got. That's what I was saying. We got to find the stairs down wherever there. If there is a door all the way to the south, we haven't looked at yet. Let's go. Look oh at yeah. It. All right. Let's let's oh, check yeah. it out. You haven't been to that room either. Oh, what do you know? There's a lot of rooms in this hotel. This is just the first floor. You guys have got lots of rooms. Okay. Listen to the room. You don't hear anything. Search for traps. You don't hear anything. Blah blah blah. Okay. Uh, you open it up. Let's see what you find. This is a spacious room that has its own bathroom and a large curtained windows overlooking both the small decorative garden to the west and the quiet street to the south. A huge feather bed, a couch, a coffee table, and several chairs furnish the room. Large paintings of the city landmarks, such as the Star Stone Cathedral and its Lanty Keep, hang on the walls. This is a gorgeous room. Look at that room. Magnificent. Beautiful. I'm going to check this desk over here. There's got to be a clue on this desk. This room looks immaculate. There's nothing on the desk other than just some paper, a pen, Gideon's Bible, you know, the standard stuff you find in a hotel. The feather bed Dougie jumps on. Soft as sleeping on a cloud beautiful softest thing he's ever felt low mang's checking out the couch amazing beautiful that's love to it to the west that's the window that's a window looking into the garden huh. how about the door this door to the north that leads to the bathroom what would make sense I open up actually door. is uh a, an outside entrance to the basement like in the back yeah that would make a lot of sense actually it might also explain why they locked the doors and locked us in if they have to if you have to go outside to get to the basement. You look around and other than this being by far the nicest room in this entire place so far, and you can't tell this appears to be maybe 
in his lanty room or a room for, you know, the city itself, you don't see anything. There's no clues whatsoever. This place is spotless. I think it's maybe time to go up. Yeah. All right, let's group move upstairs. Yes. Group move. I will gather you all up as you find the staircase. And there's the large picture of the proprietor staring down at you. <laughs> You're the people. Do the eyes follow, follow us? Of course. You go up the stairs to floor number two. We've dun, really walked dun. into a Scooby-Doo episode, haven't dun. we? Except for the murders. You go upstairs to the twisting, dimly lit hallways of the hotel's second floor. This is, um, this is a much more haphazard layout than downstairs. Looks like doors are scattered seemingly at random. There's no windows that you see. And a rather large hallway leading to the west and the east. What do you do? Check for traps as I move. All right. Which way, Basil? So you see there's uh, like a little landing, and then the stairs go up to the west and to the east. To the west, you see a door to the north. To the east, you just see a wall. I got a good feeling about the west. The west. You're a west man, huh? All right. Um, anything in our notes about this room? Well, you see door to the south. You see a door directly to the north of you. Uh, there's this appears to be a storage closet. Oh, he's Dougie's going to open that up. There, in that case, you give me a check. You you roll Perception. your not uh, thievery to see if you can open it. I have submitted my roll. Uh, nineteen. Okay, you are able to open that door. Oh wow. And inside, you see, this is a large storage closet packed with cleaning supplies and construction tools. It is a 10 by 15 room. Uh, searching for traps and then searching for secret doors. <laughs> you search for traps. You find no traps. It's safe, guys. You don't see secret door. I mean, this is like literally stone wall construction um you do notice i mean there's a lot in that room though so are you just going in oh. looking and i don't know you tell me what no i well uh, searching okay i'm also searching the things in the room like taking inventory of anything Clues. that jumps out i mean anything that's not a roll of toilet paper yeah you notice that in the corner of the closet Hidden beneath some wooden boards and brooms, there's a mop and a bucket, and they're crusted with some red substance. Ew. Fellas, it's a clue. Uh, Dougie's going to use his investigative skill to determine what kind of gem is that in, in, on the mop. Like, it looks like it is um, strawberry jam. You strawberry have jam. no idea what that is. Well, it could be strawberry, could be raspberry. We just don't know. Damn. Is it bloodberry? Uh, do you check, Lomang? Yep. Nature. It's actually uh, medicine. Uh, 
Yeah, that actually either one would work. Um, yeah, you. Yeah, that's blood. That's dried blood. Yep. It's human berry. You <laughs> also notice a set of expanded healer's tools on the back shelf. Ooh. Oh, we want those. Who hasn't had something yet? I think that I think everybody could use that, right? No, it's only people nope. who can use healing. Like in- messenger, that's Jason and I. I know at least. Yeah. So the, yeah, that, that goes for you too. I thought the oh, expanded okay. healer's healing. tools is a kit of bandages, herbs, and suturing tools necessary for medicine checks for administer first aid, treat disease, treat poison, treat wounds. It gives you a plus one bonus to your checks. Well, I got the ever-burning torch, so Jason, All if right, I'll you take, want this one. I'll take the expanded healers. Tool. There you go. Grats. Woohoo! Alright, um, so wait, you said there's a mop that had the dried blood on it? Yeah, yeah. bucket of mop. It's like someone yep. they uh, kill so people and they get up, blood yeah. all blood everywhere. They clean it up with the blood. Wow. With the, with that the explains why this hotel is so up. clean. Alright. Yeah, the expanded healer shoes, no one gets those. Those are amazing. They're 50 gold, but they give you a plus one. That's like, but they're 50 gold. Which 50 is, gold, but yeah. that's also not our property, but mm. we'll about that later. It is evidence. It's evidence. Well, for, the we're, for the moment, we're uh, requisitioning them to... You can protect. requisition it and use it to not die and then worry about getting it back for now. We'll worry about the ownership of it later. Yeah, right now it's okay. The badge isn't going crazy, so you're fine. Um, other than that, you search around the rest of it, and it's just regular cleaning supplies. Um, big vat of acid. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, other than that, you see a door to the northwest and a door to the south. And door by Basil. And door by Basil. Basil's um, pretty I, sure that's I a bathroom. Check, I will check my door. That's a bathroom, you're pretty right, sure. I'll open it up. But they keep a tiger in the bathroom. Yay! This looks I'm going to check for traps it's going north. Okay. I mean, these halls have beautiful wooden floors. These would just sop up blood and gore. So you're sure that these are pretty clean. But um, so far, uh, you don't see anything. So um, no traps that you can detect. My routine. Yeah. Your routine. You go to the door to the west. Traps, listen. And knock. And then... Open. Okay, here we go. It's eerily quiet up here, by the way. Things are off. You're not sure what, but you're sure something's off. You open up the door, and in there you see the floor to this room is covered in soft white carpet. A fluffy white duvet tops a bed against a southern wall like whipped cream on a pie and the walls and the ceiling are painted sky blue with murals of clouds and a long bramble stretching from the floor up to a flying castle a large bank of built-in drawers and cabinets line the western wall including an elaborate silver framed mirror that hangs in the southwest corner Interesting. I'm going to try for, check for traps before I go into this room because this is suspiciously uh, sanguine. You hear a hissing sound. A sounds like there's a trap in there. Oh, fellas, there's a trap in here. Or it's a big snake. Uh, where is the... Can I determine where the location of the sound is coming from? Yes. Uh-oh. Everywhere. 
There appears to be hissing coming from multiple locations. I close the door. I close the door. Okay. Guys, uh, that might be... Uh, did I smell anything? Yeah. you In fact, you did. It was There was kind of a weird odor. Oh. Smelling maybe uh, gas or poison, something like that. Yeah. That is, uh, that's a poison gas room. Um, that is my best guess. That is a educated guess. Disarm it. I don't know if I can do that from out here. Actually, you know what? How long does it take to... Oh, well, shoot. I don't know actually where... Yeah, it would take longer than a breath. I'm trying to see if I could actually hold my breath long enough to check out the room. But, you know, there's nobody in there. But there's shelves on this, the, the, the far end there. There might be stuff on the shelves to check out. Hmm. Does anybody have a breathing uh, apparatus? No. Business afraid not. Uh, Air bubble? Nope. <laughs> oh, there's a spell. All right, Loming, you clearly have the best constitution. This is your uh, this is your job. Uh, you want to hold your breath a long time <laughs> as you... Uh... Well, he has no ability to block the air vents or do anything. So he would he would not be able to. Okay, this is just so you understand how this works. The person who can disable this trap is Basil <laughs> or uh, Dougie. Dougie. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, I don't have thievery yet. Yep. You. Uh, I will one day, maybe. I mean, yeah. You you you. I mean, yes. We can do the tie the rope to you, and if you go unconscious, we yank you out. Uh, yeah, but this door is going to slam shut. <sighs> Do we have pitons? Does anyone have pitons to uh, wedge this door open? I have a crowbar. That would that would work. I can wedge well, it open. This may be a discretion is the better part of Valor Room. I mean, we may not, we may want to come back to this one since we don't really have the right tools for it. Might be a returner. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe if we find something in there that in this. Uh, like an antidote, like there's if, if we find a row of things that are poison antidote, like yes, now it's good to go into this room. Okay, I'll buy that. That's true. They might need to send someone into the room to when it's full of gas to like yeah. reset the trap or something and mop the blood. Maybe they've got a scroll of air bubble or something. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's move along. Let's go down, searching for traps. No traps. Is that a uh, trouble door? You think so? Okay, guys, we got a trouble door down here. All right, so Doug's gonna Dougie's gonna do his routine, and when he opens up the door, he's going to have his mall ready. Mall is ready. The walls of this furnished suite appear to be cut from enormous stone blocks and engraved with hieroglyphics. Two large windows on the southern wall overlook the lower roof, and the street outside. In the western corner of the room is an oversized bed, the frame carved to resemble a stone sarcophagus but containing an ordinary mattress. A huge stone lid is suspended above it from the ceiling by chains. Against the eastern wall is a fireplace with a fine stone mantle flanked on either side by two life-sized humanoid statues, one jackal-headed, the other with a falcon's visage. The northern section of the room sports an oversized stone bathtub with gleaming pump handles. All right, well, this is clearly not a room for Dougie. There's no traps in this room. 
This is uh, this is for our um, religious people. Gomez, you're up. I, I don't know anything about Mumbo Jumbo. I don't know anything about Mumbo Jumbo. Oh, yes, you do. I see Mumbo Jumbo on your character sheet. This is, this is a, the Osarian no, suite. No, you, you obviously know ancient Egypt. All right, I'll go in. Oh, I, I can speak the language. I can, I can yeah. Speak. So yeah. you know all about it. In fact, you right there. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were talking about like religion. Like I'm untrained in religion. No, no, it's not religion. It's all right. So, so I translate. I, mean. I thought it was religion. No, no. I no. translate. You translate. You go. You got to go in the room. I do. Okay, go. Let's see you go in. Uh, very soft and squishy's wizard. Ignore me saying that's about you while I shuffle papers around. You look around, Gomez, and you can tell right away that all the hieroglyphics are complete and utter gibberish. They're just like artist interpretations, that's all. All right, I step back out. <laughs> it's, it's gibberish. Oh, you coward. Get back here. Coward. Right, pour water back here. Yes, Get I am here. a coward. You're, You're right. Here, a You're a person for water. Is that a jacuzzi? Yeah. I was going to check the bed for traps. Because I have this feeling it's like the drop the coffin lid on someone and kill them or type thing. Basil's looking. Dougie's like, hoo jacuzzi, jacuzzi. Yeah, it's like amazing. It's a heated jacuzzi. Is everyone going so quietly and slowly because they're all scared? Scared. You're all scared. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, it was crazy. The first... The first time we went, like, the first day we spent first play session, it was like, oh, bam, 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 fight, fight, fight. And this other one, there was nothing. <laughs> so it's like playing with our minds. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is what happens. Lomang is checking out the fireplace. Dougie is checking out that jacuzzi. Basil is checking out the bed. Gomez is hanging way in the back because Gomez. Oh. Gomez, what are you doing? Are you coming inside? I, I came inside. I came come inside, close the door. I, I was getting nervous out there. Something is going to sneak up on me. Oh, oh. whoopsie! What did you do, Gomez? What did you touch? Roll for combat! Oh uh, no! And they go first. Oh, that ain't good. That ain't good. <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com.